0: Welcome to Advocacy Watch, the monthly advocacy episode of A Matter of Faith, a Presby podcast. We
1: are brought to you by the Office of Public Witness and the Presbyterian Ministry at the United Nations.
0: Without further ado, let's dive into today's advocacy updates. Hi, I'm Reverend Jimmy Hawkins the director for our advocacy offices, the Presbyterian Ministry of the United Nations and the Washington Office of Public Witness. And we are here today with Advocacy Watch to talk about the work of advocacy in the Presbyterian Church USA. And we have with us today two of my our staff members, Ivy Lopedito with the Presbyterian Ministry of the United Nations and Victoria Alexander, who is a Yav with the PMUN. Um, before we get into talking about our 2023 young adult advocacy conference which will be held october of this year in louisville kentucky um do want to say a word about the debt ceiling and the compromise that was reached between the president and the republicans in the house and we know that right now it is being discussed um, in trying to get that vote to pass Um, We, as Presbyterians, are very interested in what is going on. We did do a lot of advocacy um, calling for there not to be cuts to the entitlements, especially SNAP, Um, but we know that some of those will happen, especially there's a lot of concern about the work requirements um, for people who are already impoverished, and so please keep an eye on that. Um, And we wanna pray that we do not punish people for being poor, but we continue to provide resources because people who receive these are in desperate need of uh, food assistance and other types of support. So right now we would like to talk about an exciting event that we have that is happening in the fall of this year. So we have again with us Ivy and Victoria, and I would just like to throw this first question out. Tell us, what is this event? Um, where, will it, where will it happen and what is it all about?
1: Yeah, great. Thanks, Jimmy. So we are just so excited to announce that we will be having a young adult advocacy conference. And like Jimmy had mentioned, it is in October. So it is October 20th through the 22nd, 2023. So it's coming up very soon. Um, it is at the Presbyterian Center in Louisville, Kentucky. So this is a conference that is free to all. So that is available to um, anyone to join. And hopefully, uh, if you're in the area, we would love for you to be there. If you're further away, though, you can join us online. So we will have a portion of this conference online on Saturday, October 21st at 9 a.m. So if you are interested, we would love to connect with you, Get make sure that you get the information so that you could potentially join if you're in Louisville or a little outside of Louisville and Kentucky or um, Indiana. Um, But we were excited for all that's to come.
0: One of the things that I'm very excited about is that you say that it is free and accessible, that we want to make sure that people in Indiana, young adults, and also in Kentucky can have access to this. Victoria, what what kind of impression does this type of event have for you as a young adult?
2: I think for me, it's really important um, that my faith is one of action. And I think that having PCUSA USA, take the time and the resources to invest in an event like this is really important because so many of the advocacy priorities that I have, gun violence prevention and climate, you get a lot of the thoughts and prayers sort of response from a Christian community. But to me, our faith means going beyond that. And also, I think in a lot of churches, they're not necessarily... Expecting the youth to have a voice. They want them to be there for the pictures so that it looks good and happy and intergenerational. But giving them a voice and a platform and the opportunity to get engaged and to stay engaged is something that I think is really unique about this conference. And it's not just, you know, a one time event. These are skills that when you develop them, you're going to be using for the rest of your life. And so learning them at a young age makes you a much better advocate for the topics that you want, but it's also so helpful for grad school. It's so helpful for even undergrad. It's helpful for community volunteer activities. It's helpful for employment. And I think it's really important for those of us, you know, I know so many young people are really passionate about many different topics, but you can be kind of overwhelmed and, you know, I'm not sure where to start. I certainly felt that way when I was starting out in my advocacy journey And so I wish that I had had an event like this, you know, our schools offer different trainings on careers, but not necessarily advocacy work. And, you know, anytime that something happened, especially speaking about in particular, you know, anytime there's a mass shooting, I get this pit in my stomach, but it's also this helpless feeling. And that's so frustrating. And so I think having something like this advocacy conference that kind of trains us or helps us figure out what tools do I have at my disposal right now, where I don't need to wait on someone older to give me permission. I don't need to wait for the chance to speak up. I can take it right now. And so I think it really speaks to as well, the priorities that PCUSA has that they're putting together an advocacy conference like this, and saying, not only do we want young people in the room, we want them to be the ones leading us in all of these advocacy and all of this advocacy work.
0: Wow. Thanks a lot, Victoria. All of that is very, very helpful and inspiring. And, and Ivy, as you think about the intended audience, we're targeting um, young adults. Why is it important that Presbyterians? make this effort to connect with young adults and also on issues that's important to them, because as we both know, as we go around the country talking to congregations and presbyteries, um, one of the primary goals of each congregation, I've never been in a congregation that has not said that connecting with young adults is not a priority. So what, what are your thoughts about why this is important for the Presbyterian Church?
1: Yeah. So like we had talked about for this conference, we are inviting college students, seminarians, and young adults in or near Louisville or Southern Indiana to attend this in person. And like we had mentioned earlier, there is a hybrid option as well. So please be on the lookout for that. But, you know, when we look at this advocacy conference and similar to what Victoria had spoken about advocacy ensures that people can have their voices heard on issues that are important to them, issues that the church deems as important, that the PCUSA deems as important. And, you know, we have seen that many young people participate in advocacy and we want everyone to know that, that we are committed, that young people are committed, that the church is committed to this work and to know that the majority of decisions made affect young people to a much greater extent. Therefore, we believe that empowering young people to engage and take an active role can play a crucial part in changing the future for a greater good. And you know, since its existence, since the PCUSA's existence, um, we have been addressing these intractable issues. Our denomination, uh, PCUSA, has been engaged in Matthew 25 vision that calls upon the church to care for the most vulnerable and to seek um, a flourishing for all God's people. Specifically, to fight poverty, racism seek climate change, gender justice, to embrace peacemaking and human dignity for all people. So, you know, we invite you, we invite whoever's on this call, if you are a young person, to be a part of this community working for justice and doing so as people of faith. But I also, Jimmy, kind of wanted to flip this on you quickly. Uh, and I know we talk a lot about why it's important for the Peace USA to connect with young adults. But I wanted to ask you that question and see why, you know, as the director of these advocacy offices and this focus of connecting, equipping, inspiring young people, why do you feel that it's important for us to do this in this advocacy conference?
0: Uh, thanks a lot for that question. I, I just see it as being one of the primary Motivators in the life of the church. As I shared earlier, every congregation wants more young people in the life of the church. Now, what do young people want out of the church? They want greater advocacy. They want to see a church that's concerned about the community. So we have this connection we're in. The Presbyterian Church has an office in New York with the UN an office in Washington, D.C. that works with members of Congress to do um, public policy advocacy. And so there's a a connector there that we have not really um, made good use of in the past. So I think this will help young people, one, to be trained, as Victoria said, on advocacy tools, ways that they can do advocacy in their local community, in their congregations, and in their schools, but also to see the church in a new light, that the church is involved in justice, that the church is concerned when there are poor people, when people are homeless, have nowhere to go, when there's war all around the world, when we see injustice in our local communities, that the church has a prophetic voice and has a longstanding prophetic voice. We have been doing this work for over 70 years in both cities. Yet few Presbyterians know that we have a Washington office and even fewer know that we have a New York office and even fewer young adults know of either office. And so this is an opportunity for the church to connect with young people in some very meaningful ways. And Victoria, I really appreciated what you said about it's going to be a life changing event. It really is going to help young people to see that they can make a difference and that their church can help them to make a difference. Because I think that their faith is so important to them. And Victoria, if you could just talk to us just a little bit about that faith connection and why young people of faith want to do justice.
2: Absolutely. I think that one thing that I have appreciated about my faith community when I've been in my advocacy work is the intergenerational nature of it. I think in a lot of different places in our lives, you're in school, everyone around you is the same age. You know, you enter the workforce, chances are everyone is around your age or in the same life stage that you're in. Church gobbles up everyone. Church doesn't care where you're at. And I think that's one of its greatest strengths. So for me, it's when I'm working from a place of advocacy, but in a faith space or coming from um, this faith community, it means that I have so many people around me who are willing to share their life experience and say, you know, relate and say, when I first started out, I struggled with X when i, you know, got to this middle stage of my career, i started thinking about ways to do this differently. Here are things that i wish i'd known when i was your age. And so for me, not only is that efficient because it helps me avoid some of those same mistakes, it also means that the days where i am like, man, i have been working my tail off and it feels like this is never going to change, you can turn to those people and say, how do you stay in this work day to day? And that's life-giving. And to me, it's also my personal faith is what fills me up too, because it's like, you know, Jesus was probably exhausted most days. Like the work that he was doing was thankless. It was hard, you know, getting out of bed in the morning. I sometimes I think, you know, what was his why? Because I know what my why is. And sometimes when I lose myself a little bit in the stress of the work or that feeling of, you know, you're just, uh, um, unstoppable force meets an immovable object, that's a refreshing thought to me is thinking about the way that Jesus showed love to people. And you think about who he spent most of his time with, as Ivy said, you know, with the Matthew 25 initiative, the people that are the most vulnerable in society are why I do this because they're suffering and I don't want anyone to suffer any more than they have to. And that's why we have to stay in this work. And so the faith aspect, I think, is nice because it's refreshing and renewing sometimes to just take a moment to connect with God, to take a moment to center yourself when you're in these really, because a lot of these advocacy issues are so emotionally charged. This is emotional work. And so I think having that faith to fall back on, to kind of rest for a little bit is nice. Because it's not just your personal faith, it's the community of faith that you have around you. And I think, Jimmy, everything that you said about why PCUSA is doing this is so important, because it's not just talk. Y'all are putting us in these positions to take action, and it's not just like... I think you're doing a great job. So proud of you. It's here's a tangible connection that I can make for you right now to help you take a step forward in your advocacy journey, to help you be more effective. Here's a way that I am, you know, showing that I not just support you in words but with my actions and having you having these advocacy offices and having the church behind an initiative like this is great because it's not just going to be this one weekend and then you're done with advocacy work. As you said, Our offices in D.C. and New York operate year round. You're going to be able to get involved in this advocacy work beyond this weekend for years to come. Anytime you want. We have our advocacy offices in New York and D.C. day in and day out, meeting with folks within the U.N. system, meeting with folks within our government. That's going to be a resource that's going to be invaluable for young people.
0: And and Victoria, really, thanks for lifting it up. And I'm going to ask you to do just a little personal sharing. What has it meant to you, the work that you have done with the Presbyterian Ministry of the United Nations, oh, almost a year now, um, to connect with the church, to work for the church, to work with the church um, in doing justice advocacy? How has it impacted you personally?
2: I'm actually going to go back, because this is my second year as a Yav. And last year, I was doing much more boots on the ground work, working person to person. And while that was wonderful and meaningful, you came home at the end of the day, and you were thinking you know, at the end of the day, I'm just pulling people out of the water. I need to go upstream. I need to focus my advocacy efforts upstream and change the systems that are creating these conditions in the first place where people are falling in. Because at the end of the day, the work like the work that I did last year, you know, you hope someday it's never needed. You hope those jobs go away eventually. So with this policy work this year at the UN and especially having the Presbyterian presence, you know, The Presbyterian presence has been at the UN since its founding. This is not anything new. And so having that strong precedent of advocacy work here and having it be policy work so that you are making tangible differences, restructuring the systems that have historically advantaged one group over another. You know, we are playing an active role, very active role in creating more equitable systems and we're able to bring in a faith perspective so we don't have to worry about The politics of I'm coming from this party or this group. You know, we are here because we believe it is the moral and ethical thing to do is to advocate for folks on these topics. And so I think coming at it from that perspective gives you a bit of freedom. You can connect with people in a different way. You know, we've met with missions, which at the UN, that means like that country's mission to the United Nations. We've met with countries who have said they appreciate the work that faith communities bring to some of these events you know, we had the COP climate change conference back in Egypt in November, and we got feedback from some uh, delegates to the uh, conference there. They appreciated the space that faith communities brought to give them time to connect, to center themselves. And you make these personal relationships with people. It's not just, you know, a professional workplace environment. We're here for one reason and one reason only. You're able to have conversations in a different way and thus take a different approach to policymaking because the way that we've traditionally done things is not always the most effective way and so having a faith community and it's not just the Presbyterians you know we have an ecumenical community here and so I've been able to learn about a lot of different faith traditions and share my own with them which I think is really beautiful and at the end of the day it just makes your coalition of people you have working together on these topics a lot stronger because you're able to share your faith practice and appreciate others and learn about others as well.
0: And Ivy, one of the things that you said earlier, I really want to highlight, and and if you would talk just a little bit about this, um, you mentioned that this is not only a hit or miss event that we have planned for October, but talk to us about one, the short-term goal of having this event in October, but also the long-term vision for stretching it out over the next five to six years.
1: Yeah, great. So, you know, this conference, at this conference, I know we have all talked about this earlier that we will really explore the connection between faith and justice. And that is so important to be able to connect our faith to the justice work. And as the justice advocacy, that's the heartbeat of our work. It is important, you know, it's important to go to church, but it's even more important to be the church and uh, to follow Jesus involves commitment to care for others and to act on their behalf. Um, And, you know, at this conference, it will give really, each of us an opportunity to identify ways that we can be involved, both individually and collectively, with our churches, with our communities, um, by by really focusing on areas where our passions lie and where we can be most effective. Because we'll have multiple opportunities to get into small groups to talk about some of this work and and the ways that we can do stuff outside of this few week this weekend event um, to continue the good work and to be connected and and collaborate together. And I also believe that this conference in turn will help young people grow as they discern how to respond to God's call to walk alongside the world's people and restore the peace that God intends for all of us and intends for creation. And, you know, so this this conference in Louisville, of course, 2023, it will be in Louisville, Kentucky. But what's so exciting is that We have this long-term plan, this long-term goal of ours to continue this advocacy conference. Um, You know, it doesn't just happen. It's not, we don't want to just do one weekend in October in Louisville. We want to keep it going um, because this is important. And we know young people are passionate about doing advocacy work and are passionate about getting connected. And sometimes it's hard to find how to connect to the church and even to know that the church is doing the work that we do both in D.C., New York, and beyond. So what, what I am excited to announce is that, yes, we will be having the conference in Louisville from October 20th through the 22nd, but in 2024, we will be then moving to Charlotte, North Carolina. We will be doing our ad, our Young Adult Advoc- Advocacy Conference there. And then after that, in 2025, we will be going to East Lansing, Michigan, uh, Michigan State University specifically to continue the young adult advocacy conference and to be able to connect, equip, um, collaborate with other young people within the U.S. And then we'll just keep going. We're hoping to just keep going west um, and and at some point hit California. But that's we're excited for it. We're excited for all that is to come. We know that you know you young people, whoever's listening to this call, that you are passionate and want to be involved and we want to get involved with you because that's the church making connections and collaborating together.
0: Great. And in 2024 in Charlotte, we will be on the campus of Union Presbyterian Seminary in Charlotte. So as we prepare to um, close, I do want both of you um, to just talk just a little bit. You both are on the planning team. So what are some of the elements that will be found within the conference? What will occur?
2: I think it's going to be a really exciting mix of several different things. You know, we're going to have worship, of course, but because I think, you know, like we were saying, it's nice to have that faith aspect to come back to to kind of fill you up for the work that needs doing. So we will have worship, but then we're also going to have um, several different workshops. We're going to have a couple of different speakers, and the workshops will give you a chance to really. Hone in, help you reflect on what are you passionate about? Where is your calling in your advocacy work? Because there's so much that needs to be done. You're not going to do it all. And so helping you narrow down where you really want to focus and contribute. And then how do you get involved? We're going to connect with several different organizations on the ground in Louisville. We're going to connect with the broader PCUSA. A lot of our national staff. I grew up in Presbyterian Church. I was a cradle Presbyterian. And y'all, there is so much I did not know about what PeaceUSA does. So just kind of an introduction to that as well. And then thinking about going forward, you know, the young people that you meet are going to be peers that you will be working with for years to come. And so giving you an opportunity to really form this community within the church, not just at your home church or your uh, campus ministry, but who are these folks elsewhere um, that you can really get connected with, that you're bonded by this passion project. And so I think I'm really excited about that part too, because at the end of the day, for me and everything that I do, if it's a long, if it's worthy long-term, I'm doing it because of the people. And so I think that'll be a really exciting part of it.
1: Yeah. And I think it's been such a joy to work alongside other young people um, for the planning of this conference and just saying, what do young people... What are we passionate about? What are we? I mean, I'm 30 years old, so maybe I, <laughs> I'm still a part, but talking to young people and asking them, you know, what, what advocacy are they committed to, passionate about? What do they want to see the church to to keep doing? Um, showing what the office OPW, but, but also PMUN, what we are doing, how they can get involved. And I think, you know, so for the conference specifically, Friday, we will start with the registration, and I'll probably repeat some of the things Victoria had mentioned, registration and worship. And then, like Victoria had said, Saturday, we're going to do some plenary panels, workshops. Uh, That will include, the plenary will include local activists, and then we also will hear voices from young adults who are committed to justice work. Um, And what's exciting is a lot of these workshops also will help young people to learn how to get engaged within their school, within their community. And that's why we're focusing, you know, we're focusing first in Louisville and then we're moving to different locations because we want to make sure, like we have talked about that, we're learning and we're we're spending this time together and it'll be a wonderful time together to learn, grow and um, to get those tools to learn how to continue to do advocacy. But, you know, to make that a long term and, and to figure out how we can connect for the future. So so getting engaged within your own community and then you know closing in worship and continuing that action um so it's it's going to be an exciting time in Louisville we really hope to see see a lot of people there we are excited to meet so many um of the people who are in the area and can't see can't wait to see all that god has for um for the future of you know, this work and for young people because young people are excited, they're ready and they're committed to it and we're tapping into it and we're excited to walk alongside them.
0: Exciting, very exciting. And for the last minute, give me your thirty-second, seconds, um, Victoria and Ivy, if you were talking to someone who was 17, 18, 19 about coming to this conference in 30 seconds, what would you say?
2: 30 seconds, I would say do it because you're gonna use these skills the rest of your life in any setting, educational, work, personal, you're going to learn something at this conference that's going to benefit you the rest of your life.
1: Yeah. And I would, I would like to just repeat that faith and action. Let's continue to do it. We know you're, you're excited. You're committed. We have seen young people um, doing this work and we're ready as the church to to come alongside and, and to be a part of that and to equip and inspire and be a part of the movement of God to make to make this world a better place.
0: This is really very exciting. So again, October the 20th through the 22nd in Louisville, Kentucky at the Presbyterian Center. The theme is Jesus and Justice, an advocacy conference for young adults. Thank you for being with us today, and we look forward to seeing you in October.
1: Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Advocacy Watch. We want to thank Sue and Jimmy for joining us on the podcast each month as they highlight the advocacy work that the church is doing and to offer us some ways to get involved. So check out Advocacy Watch each month. Look forward to it and join, subscribe, leave us a review. And of course, if you have a question for any of us, send them to faithpodcasts at peaceusa.org. We will talk to you again soon.